Hello? Uh, li- listener, is that you? It's it's Kyle. I'm I'm still trapped in the phone. I think those assailants that are after Allard are keeping me in here. Uh, they didn't think I would be able to get in contact with you, so I'm going to make this quick in case they disconnect it. Keep spreading the word about our show. Twitter, Instagram, Discord, Facebook, Tumblr. As many of them as you can. Uh, I think it's working. Their, their power seems to be getting weaker. Keep up the hard work. And I guess speaking of that, let me transmit an episode to you while we get this sorted out here. Here's episode 13, Postulating and Working Hard. Welcome back, one and all, to another exciting episode of the Dice Crisis Podcast. I'm your host, Allard LaRue. I don't tell you that very often, but hey, hey, who? I'm sitting here with Kyle Spurley, Eli Plunkett, and Michael Wizalt. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we're here to play Second Second Darkness for you guys some more. Yeah, we just got back. We're recording... What is this, episode 13? Episode 13 mm. and episode episode 12 in the same day. So we just got back from a quick food and drink break, and we're back at it to provide more entertainment for the masses. Last time, our heroes, they had a little bit more of a down-tempo kind of section where they could split off and kind of establish and and, and figure out what they wanted to do. First, they went and intimidated Captain Fizgabon into giving up the money that he was paid by Bradicar Fay for giving Zincher the exotic liquors instead of the Golden Goblin. Then they went and talked to Saul. Then they talked to their employees about the, the, the needs of the Golden Goblin. After that was all squared away, they went out and promoted that they were looking for more work. They ran into a... Uh, a troop of gypsies, stargazing gypsies, followers of Desna who are who were are in town for the week to do a market and a show and follow their stars to wherever they need to be guided to. And the last thing that happened, Crow and Elyon, drunk off good spirits and good times, decided to go confront the stargazers about them being pickpocketed earlier in the day. Yeah, do you, so last thing that happened was you, Elyon, and, da- and Crow had left Dane. Dane was up and he went to bed a little bit earlier than you guys were still pounding down some shots. Uh, you guys walk out arm in arm, but we can we can retcon a lot a little bit if you guys wanted to do anything before actually walking out of the Golden Goblin. Or else you guys are, are on your merry way. What do you think? Yeah, before we go, I'm definitely going to grab a few bottles. Okay, a few. How many is a few? Like just three? Yeah, I what grab you, I grab three bottles. What, what what kind of bottles do you grab? I'm gonna grab the first three that I see, and right now I'm feeling like I'm going off my colors. I grab two blue bottles and a red bottle. Oh, and the blue bo- the blue one is definitely some sort of clear liquor. Okay, there's a meat in there. Sure. And I really like that caramel shot that I had been given by Jimmy earlier. So I grabbed. That was, that was a mixed drink. You could grab just a bottle of, of uh, cream liqueur. 
Yes, I'll take the cream liqueur. All right, you got that. You got three bottles. Eliana is jangling her way down the street. Crow, did you grab anything on your way out the door? Uh, I saw that Eliana grabbed a bunch of booze, so I just followed. <laughs> You're like, all right, she's set for me too. Dane, did you you went up to bed. What are you doing? Yeah, I went. Up, I went up to snooze. I would assume I've just undressed and am laying down in bed. All right, so a new Dane is sprawled <laughs> out upon ass. his his bunk, <laughs> top bunk, I think. Yeah, defend top bunk. Crow and Elyon make their way out of the Golden Goblin into the night. It's a dark night still. Clear skies. Maybe maybe 50s. I don't know. The black blot is still in the air, hovering in the sky. You can see it even though it's dark out. The illumination from the moon glints off the, the inky blackness that's hovering in the air. And you guys would make your way out of town through the gates and in search of where, I don't remember who exactly said it, but one of the stargazers mentioned that they were posted outside of the town for now. And you would follow the, the firelight and merry noises to a sizable camp outside of town. Now, near the edge of the camp, you guys would be stopped, probably, unless you are very brave, by a couple lions that are outside the perimeter. There's, are, there's about six lions patrolling the perimeter of this camp. And that would be the first thing that, that you guys see as you make your way to this crowded area of tents and light. Crow, do, do you see those up ahead? Yeah, those are big and scary. Do you speak lion? Not unless they're demonic lions. I don't know what they are. Should I try and intimidate them? Uh, <laughs> let's... Yes. Yes. Okay, I'm gonna. I got and, your back. I'm gonna try and intimidate the lions. I'm gonna give a little. Hey, you, go away. Get <laughs> okay, really intimidate. Uh, twenty-one. Twenty-one. All right, you you kind of walk up to these lions. You're like, hey, now get get out of here. Get away. Pretty intimidatingly, and they would just bear down and start growling at you. And before these lions look like they're about to pounce on you, a catfolk man would walk out of the shadows and go, hey. Uh, Leo, back off, back off. Lemmy, Lemmy, no, no. Are, the, are these your lions? These are my lions, friend. Uh, are you friend or foe? Uh, well, I'm your friend since you're controlling the lions. Oh, I don't know that yet. I could sick them on you, but... Oh, I'm I'm Crow Moonwave. Ah, Disden. Disden, good to meet you. What are you doing in these parts? I am part of the Stargazer caravans. Oh, I'm here to entertain the masses with my show. Yeah, we met a few of them back at our place of work. Yes, yes. We're coming to say hello, to see, uh, to get a little more information about who you, who you are, why you came to town. Mm. Just look like a fun bunch. Okay, well, if you're looking to hang out and party with the, the crew, I could introduce you to a couple of the people here. Follow me. And he would lead you on through the camp, through some tents to a, a, a big fireplace area where there are uh, maybe a dozen to 20 people sitting around this, just kind of talking to each other and enjoying the, the beautiful sky above them, which is clear and bright with stars now that you're outside of the Riddleport district and not hindered by the, the, blink, the, the blot hanging up in the air. Everywhere we go, as we're moving through the camp, Elyon is scanning for frog-like small humanoids. Okay. And you would eventually see him sitting by the fire next to Malfo Malfadorio enjoying a nice drink with his compatriot. 
Disdain would bring you. All right, uh, friends. These are our leaders of the troop. This is uh, Taku Namaschet, and this is Koshtu Namaschet. And he would direct you to these two ringleaders of this whole caravan. They seem to be very, they, they look similar to each other, but one has dark eyes and dark hair, while the other one's eyes are very pale and he has bleached out hair. Both, they both look like, like half elves. Uh, the, the, the bleached out hair one, Koshtu, has runic scars carved all over his arms that are glinting off the light of the fire as his, he's not wearing his, his full cloak at this point. Ah, Koshtu and Taku. Taku and points to the Gribbly. And what is your name? Oh, that is Quan over there. You're, you're a little bit of ways away from, from him at this point. Ah, uh, why do you know Quan? Do you like me to get his attention? He looks familiar, and I give way too obvious of a look to Crow. Hmm. Gonna raise my eyebrows and kind of like nod my head in that direction. It's pretty clear, but I think I'm being sneaky about it. I think I get it. Uh, so what are you all uh, doing here tonight? Koshtu would, would take lead. He'd say, we are following Desna's bright lights to... Well, I... I have been leading this, this troop of caravanners out into the nights across Varisia and in parts unknown to track down magical horror de- decks. I have found a couple myself, but I am still in search of the deck of many things. The deck of many things? Yes, a powerful deck of hero cards that can manifest different magical things. As you draw the cards, they, each card has a different effect, magical effects. I, myself, am not so much as into the, the great powers that could be brought to me, but I am interested in tracking down the history of hero cards. I could give you a reading if you would like. Or else we uh, have many other diviners and fortune tellers here that could. Please, please give me a reading. Tell I, me, what do the cards say? I sense searching in both of you. Something, something's missing that you don't know what you need to do next. Tell me, young one, do you have a question for the cards? And he takes out a deck of his hero cards. Yeah, do you have, do you have a speci- specific question for the cards, or would you like me to divine your, your past, your present, and your future? Tell me my future. Okay. And he'd start shuffling his cards. Does Desna speak through you? Desna does not speak through the people who follow her, but she is merely a guiding light into what is just and good. She will not tell me the fortunes that you are about to see, but through these cards that she has helped bring into the world and through their histories that they represent, I will tell you where you have come from, where you are, and where you are going. Yeah, yes. I, I'm interested to hear what you have to say. But no specific question for the cards? Uh, perhaps the question is, what is my purpose? But maybe that's too broad. It's a little bit too broad, yes. I guess a purpose is one to be discovered by the individual, but I can tell you where the path will lead you, and from the path you can find your purpose. Aoyan nods repeatedly, sits down on the nearest, like, log around the fire, ready, and he starts throwing out cards in a, in a spread. 
Now maybe tell me a little bit about yourself, Elian, and I can I can tell you more accurate of what the card what cards represent you and which might not. Well, there's a three by three grid out here. The the first column represents the past, the middle column represents the present, and the the farthest right column represents the future. Uh well I'm Elian. I'm a full elf here in Riddleport, which mm. there aren't many of us around. I haven't really left Riddleport. This here is just about as far as I've gone away from the city. Um, my past, I don't know. My current, I work in town at the Golden Goblin. You may have heard of us. I have passed through and heard such things. Crow and I, we're both workers. Um, yeah. We're trying to you know, find a way for the business. And as far as my future, I don't know. I hope you might have some answers for me. We'll see what the cards have to say about you. And he flips over the first column cards. And you would see before you three cards flipped over the, the publican, which is a looks to be an innkeeper pouring beer from one side, one cup in his right hand to a cup in his left hand, just in a big rainbow arc of, of beer. Another one is the hidden truth, and it shows a, a wizardly man with a flame on the tip of his finger pointing to a book of text. And then the final card in, in the past column is the sickness, and it shows a wretched old lady with what looks to be green onions in one hand and a pair of dice in the other. She is clothed in a fur and feathers, and her face is sick with disease. He would look over these cards for a moment, taking them in. What are you, chaotic good? Chaotic, chaotic neutral? neutral. <clears throat> and he would say, these, all these cards, uh, I feel that they kind of half relate to who you are as a person, so maybe gleaning at what they mean might give you bits and pieces of your past. My past is vague to me. I don't I have memories of early teens and sort of growing up, but where I came from, who I was to begin with, I don't know. The publican represents a fellowship of, or camaraderie. In your past, it seems that, being it in your past, it seems that you have, have come from the, pl- the place of family. And your refuge that you found here might be false in comparison to the refuge you left behind. The hidden truth. The hidden truth doesn't much represent who you are. I think this is a, a one that could maybe just glean a little bit of context surrounding things that that more represent you. But the hidden truth rep- represents uh, an ability to see past the obvious and banal into a greater truth within. Maybe your your past has more to it than you than you know. But regardless, this power means that there are, there is power in revealing the secrets within your past. The sickness only half aligned with you. You don't have a great corruption within you, but there is something within you that is maybe bubbling up more. Maybe in an anger, maybe a mistrust, I don't know. But there is something within you that is bubbling up now, which is related to your past. Maybe a change, maybe a a disease or a sickness is usually a corruption of some sort. Maybe something could take hold of you, I don't know. Hmm. And then he would flip over the middle column, representing the present. And he shows you the demon's lantern, 
which depicts a, a bog-like scene with three different colored blue, green, and red orbs floating in the air and a, a hand sticking up out of a, of a swamp or a bog. The queen mother, which is depicted by a queen ant holding grapes in, in elegant clothes and having her, her larva in front of her. And then the last one is the foreign traitor, a completely neutral card. And it depicts a, a dark-skinned, perceiving to be an elven man with pointed long ears and a monkey on his shoulder, uh, beckoning forth, or holding forth a handful of golden jewels. I'd say these, these ones are not quite true alignments with you either, but merely half alignments. The demon's lantern... The demon's lantern can represent traps and tricks. There are will-o'-wisps and the man who sought their light, and they represent an impossible or intractable situation. So maybe you find yourself in your situation currently. Maybe what you think is happening isn't necessarily what is going on. Maybe you are being maybe a bit deceived. Maybe there is something going on behind your eyes as you're looking too close to what is before them. Maybe something is behind them. The Queen Mother also half-aligned with what I sense you to be. Hmm. The Queen Mother typically is a representation of knowledge personified. The Formian or the Ant Woman knows all but does not reveal anything to anyone who does not show her proper worship. She is fond of power and the underclass, for they serve her when the more powerful refuse. Hmm. Half-aligned makes me think that you are not the Formian, my young one. What am I? Maybe you are the person serving the Formian. I'm not sure. Hmm. I'm the servant. And then the foreign traitor, a, a perfectly neutral card, a card of knowledge. This is the card of spies and peddlers alike. Any who trades in information are subject to this card's influence. A bargain made under this card's auspice, auspice always includes true, but ramifications of the pact might be shocking for those who do not understand its implications. Hmm. This one has a, a similar feeling to the Queen Mother. I do not believe that you are the foreign trader. I believe that there are people peddling information about you in this current moment. Hmm. And then he would flip over the future cards. The mute hag with a, a cronely woman with three fingers up and an eye in her mouth, but no eyes in her actual eye sockets. The teamster is a, a strong-looking man with a, a smaller, like, gnomish man on his back with a, with a whip of cat of nine tails, apparently controlling this man forward. And the last card is the winged serpent. This makes your... The alignment of these cards makes your future look very uncertain. It's kind of all up to chance at this point because none are perfectly aligned with who you seem to be. Hmm. The mute hag, for instance, who is a 
a neutral evil card only half aligns with you and represents silence but the eye sees into the hearts of men the hag invokes blood packs and poisonous secrets the kind that turn brothers against brother and sons against father this is a card that performers loathe it leaves them stumbling over their words and songs I wouldn't say that this card is misaligned so it does not it does not indicate an unshakable loyalty or lucidity of speech this is a kind of ominous thing to have in your future young one there seems to be some sort of I wouldn't say that since it's half a line that there's a pact in your future but there's something secret held there that that relates to a greater cause or purpose maybe one that you won't choose but one that might choose you I like to think that I control my own future, so this is unsettling, to say the least. Mm-hmm. The Teamster, which is another half-aligned card. This is another true neutral card. This card represents a driving force that keeps the subject going no matter what. This force can be physical, mental, as a person extorts others to continue on when she has no more strength to give. This can either mean that there is somebody controlling your actions now and in the future, or that there is a nagging feeling of yours that will keep you continue, continuing on in the face of uncertainty. And the Winged Serpent, which is 100% misaligned. Normally, the Winged Serpent represents a powerful being. It res- represents a, a bridge, knowing whether now is the time to strike. But since this card is misaligned on this spread, it means either you will not seize a moment or you will seize a moment and it will be ill-advised. Hmm. Hmm. Things to keep in mind. This is a very, very vague prediction that has come up for you. Yeah. I'm not sure what to make of all of it, but it seems that Overall, you are not in control of it. At least at this moment. The cards don't see you being in control of much of what... Or maybe you, f- you feel like you are in control, but there is somebody else pulling the strings, so to speak. Elyon takes a drink from one of the bottles she has, uh, looks to him. You've, you've spoken a lot, and I don't know how much of it will prove to be true but I certainly was hoping for some sort of clarity in my future and that's not what you have yes I, the cards are not always clear I, I think still you've taught me something and I have m- even more to think about and more to learn from what you said so thank you and she hands him a gold piece ah no no need no need keep your gold pieces Bowser head thanks I no longer charge for my card reading services but I know those who can, and those who use divinatory magic alongside with them. Taku, my brother here, he is one of them. I merely know the, the histories and meanings of the cards that present themselves, and I can tell you how they mean to what I see you to be. But if you want true fortune telling, I would, I would point you in the way of Miselia Malvadorio. And who, who is that? Where? 
She is the diviner of our camp. I mean, we have many diviners, but she is... She's more... experienced, and... It is more certain the things that she sees in her crystal ball than what some might see in the stars or me in the cards. I would say, I would seek out her. I can point you to her tent if you are more curious into more specifics of your past. She may show you visions, even. Yeah, uh, where is she? Crow, maybe you're interested in... He would point across the, the, across the fire to a, a circular tent, kind of in the shadows. Yes, half-orc. I sense a touch of destiny in you. What you mean? I see that symbol around your neck, the spiral. Oh, yes. And he would, he would trace a spiral symbol in the air towards you. Ah, yes, I am a follower of Verasma. You reek of death, young one. Maybe Miss Elia can point you in, in maybe a right direction. Hmm. I live on the edge. <laughs> Do you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is good. Thank you. I appreciate that. That is all I can give to you. I am more of a seeker and less of and less of a looker these days. I will find the things that I need, and Desno will help me show help hopefully show me my way. But I have learned through myself that I can always I cannot never always rely on what the cards tell me. And I feel like you should not necessarily rely on what the cards tell you as well. But the cards do gleam a little bit of truth. Thank you for your guidance. If Is there anything I can help you with? You're new to town. Perhaps I can help in your seeking here. Uh, well, the only thing that... See, we have... Our caravan are mostly guided by my... Uh, my searchings. They've all joined my cause, mine and my brother's cause, or my cousin's cause here, Taku. And we typically divine out or search for these lost remnants of ancient horror decks and mystical horror decks. That is my main purpose. I wish to seek this power, but there are other purposes within the camp that you can feel free to look around and find out for yourself. I believe that we search the stars for its falling graces for our our armorer. He has been seeking out sky metals. And we've been helping him find those. Hmm. They are rare and hard to find, but our diviners have brought us here in the search of more, as well as the deck of many things. If you could possibly help me get access to any libraries in town, I would I would be so kind as to tip you or help you out with anything else. I could give you another reading, or maybe Taku could divine something more in his fortune-telling. Oh, I got this friend Sam, who just became a cypher mage. She's oh. got access to the libraries. She'll definitely... That is wonderful! Hook yes! you up. Ah, oh, that is great. I, w- I will seek her out. Come to the Golden Goblin. We will all come to the Golden Goblin tomorrow, and I hope you all will uh, join us in our the show that we put on in our market and later in the in the week, just in a couple of days, as a matter of fact. Raises her bottle. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. He holds up a bottle of this bright green liquid, and he, he chugs it back. Would you care for some absinthe? Let me get a sip of that. Yeah, she takes a sip. He passes the bottle around. It is quite strong. <laughs> and as this was going on, I like almost the 
stereotypical-looking gypsy lady had walked from her tent, and she had just been kind of staring at Crow. Half-orca! I don't know how she should sound. All these guys are going to sound kind of the same. I am Miselia Malvadorio. Who are you, half-orc? I'm Crow. Crow? The stench of death is ripe on you. Ooh, yep, that's me. And I can tell from your symbol that you also represent birth and fates. The life and the death. Come with me. Where are we going? To my tent. I I am interested in seeing what the crystal ball shows me about you. Oh, all right, cool. And you would walk into her tent. Elian, do you follow? Yeah, if she can... doesn't object. No, oh, friends can be welcome. And she would sit you in front of a a circular table with a crystal ball sitting in the middle. And she'd be like, what's your name? Crow. Did you say Crow? Yeah, Crow. Crow, tell me. I am sensing a loss from you. Have you recently lost something or someone? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I lost me mom. Your mother. Oh, no. Crow. I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah, I had to watch her die. Even more terrible, indeed. Now... Tell me, what did your mother tell you about your childhood? Oh, uh, it was a lot of on-the-run action, uh, a lot of fights with uh, with father, who we, uh, we eventually uh, estranged ourselves from and uh, murdered. <clears throat> Do you remember your father? Oh, a little bit here and there. It's not much good, a lot of anger. A lot of anger, huh? Hmm. Do you know what the anger was all about? Hmm. Nah, really to this day I really don't. Uh, I just saw how he was treating my mom and I didn't didn't really care. Hmm. And she would light up some incense and kind of press to digitate some, some colored lights, kind of mystical kind of theme going on here, really getting you in the mood. And then she stares into her crystal ball and casts a spell. Tell me, Crow, do you see anything? you see anything, Crow? Gaze into the crystal ball. Hmm. And you would look in there. Crow's looking. And you would see your mother much, much younger. Maybe even before you were around. Oh, that's me, Mom. You see your mother, yes. And then you would follow the, the your mother in this crystal ball as she walks through the ether and finds herself next to a strapping-looking half-orc man. And she's laughing with him and having a good time. And The scene would cut again, and this time the scene between her and the half-orc man is, is heated and angry. And eventually another scene would take place, and you would see your mother slowly creeping in and catching this half-orc man in the act with another woman. And this scene would cut again (sighs) to your mother sneaking up to this man in in his sleep and cutting his throat. It would cut again and she would... It's your mother basically taking this other woman captive. And you'd see this kind of play out in the in the smoke of the of the crystal ball, and you would basically see your mother quotation marks 
deliver this half-orc child from this woman and then kill her and take you, this half-orc baby, off into the night. Oh my gosh. Child, I sense that you are born of death and life and death circle around you in, in infinitely convoluted ways. My mom's not my mom. Is that what we saw? What did you see, child? I see sometimes alternate things. I saw my mom, the mom that raised me, kill my father and my biological mom. Whoa. So Elyon's at the table. Did she see that too? She could almost see like uh, the scenes kind of like chopped together, almost like uh, Harry Potter kind of like moving picture kind of style, but with the the ethereal kind of cloudiness of a crystal ball happening and you would kind of see these these similar scenes kind of or these same scenes pop up but you don't necessarily have the context of even recognizing one person in there but you would you would kind of see this this play unfold in the crystal ball i might be able to infer being that it's about crow looking at it yeah it's about him young one do you have any questions for me um do you have any questions for the crystal ball why do you want to show me this I just sensed something from you, and I thought that you were lost and confused in your past and your present, and I thought that the crystal ball could maybe glean something from it. Hmm. Well, it just shows me that death is more a part of me than I even even thought. Hmm. And she would look back into the crystal ball and start gazing at it again. Hmm. Crow, I see you hmm. following a... Not a physical path, but more of a metaphorical path. You will be the one. Maybe not the the one, but one of the ones who helps prevent a great evil from happening. I sense something. Mm-mm. I sense darkness. Almost in a place that light cannot reach, you will travel. Ooh, maybe or maybe the path that you are on will tra- will lead you down down, down somewhere and you will help prevent or your path will help prevent meaningless death and ends to many, many people well that sounds nice it doesn't sound too bad, now does it? no, I like to help yes, 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 yes and that's that's all I have for the crystals tonight well, well thank you for showing me that I hope that you seek us out once again you come to our market and pay 10 GP to have this done later. Oh, yeah. Fair and enough. she smiles and winks. All right, you two. Is there anything else that Madame Miselia can do for you? No. Uh, thank you. That was enlightening and impressive. I appreciate your patronage. Now, go with Desna and follow the stars. Keep on stargazing. Word, and you guys walk out of her tent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't mean to... To... Mm, prod crow but was that you in the crystal ball it was my it was my parents or my uh or yeah yeah the baby was me did you know i didn't know do you want to talk about it at all huh well i mean to be really frank they're all dead so just kind of just kind of on my own mission now. All we can do is keep going. 
We're not, I, yeah. You're not your past. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try and keep that in mind. Uh, had my mom still been alive, maybe I would have had some questions for her, but may she rest in peace. It's all just mystery and lore now. Kind of gives me a deeper sense of myself, though. Drink this. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. What time is it now? What point of the night are we at? <clears throat> it's deep into the night. I don't know, probably a little after midnight. Well, mm-hmm. are you still looking to rough some people up, or should we head home? She, yeah, Elyon's like juiced out. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. She came here all fiery and then she's gonna extinguished it a bit. What are you feeling? Uh, I'm feeling, I'm feeling a snooze. Time to head back. This, this, I think, uh, this endeavor is going to happen. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be a little bit of time. I don't think this is one we can just rush and, and, and get some money back, uh, really quick. Yeah. She's down to go back. All right. Cool. We head back to the Gobbo. All right, you guys head back to the Golden Goblin. And as you weave back through the 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 path that kind of splits this mountain that borders the north and eastern edges of the city, you'd hear a a scream coming from like south of where you guys are, just down the road a bit. Whoa! Did you hear that? What was it? Let's go. I know. Let's check it out. Runs. You guys run following this this noise that had happened, and eventually you would find a a massacred corpse just butchered apart. It looks like someone had not really even a sword, but something bladed and heavy that just it just chopped a person apart. And Elion, you would you'd maybe get a flashback to the dead body that you found as a as a kid that when you, the last time that you were hanging out with with children along. Uh, just around Railport, and that they you you have you instinctually kind of burned, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it, the 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 cuts on this person match what that just flashback you recognizing it to be. All right, well, it kind of freezes at that because that's sketchy. Do you yeah. see any? Uh, where could they have gone? Uh, how fresh does this body look? It's fresh. Uh, can I make a perception show. check to see if there's anybody around? Yeah, make a perception check. 21. Bad. 21 is enough to see in this immediate area, in this, this bloody area, that there are these large footprints of a humanoid that kind of run away, and after a few steps, the, the blood dries on his feet and then are gone. Oh, it looks like a dine and dash. <laughs> dine and dash, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Is Thanks. the the body? They're full dead. Yeah, they're they're butchered. Butchered. Do I recognize anything about them? Because in our session zero, you asked and rolled if Elion like had heard any other rumors in the town. This is actually one of those rumors that you had rolled on in our session zero. This looks to be like the same kind of of brutality that the rot gut butcher has shown and this is a a kind of a almost like a jack the ripper type presence in this town for the last there's he's been here for a few years uh sometimes he'll go dark for for quite a while but here and there he'll pop up again and there'll be these just chopped apart bodies found in the street they call him the rot gut butcher i hoped he was gone but this is this is looks like the work of the rot gut butcher whoa sounds like he's cutting guts seems to be I, uh, 
I don't know if we have anything to do with this. Do you know where he's at, or...? I don't know anything about him. Mm -hmm. I, When I was younger, I once came across a body of, I think, one of his old victims, but that was so long ago, I figured he was done doing his work at this point. Maybe let's keep this in mind and let's talk to somebody about it. Maybe, like, Saul or, like... Some somebody who maybe would know the town and maybe they know something about him. Yeah, yeah. Let's let someone else know. Yes. Okay. Very disturbed. We're gonna keep making our way. All right, and you get it back to the Golden Goblin. What do you guys do? Go to bed. Ah, uh, snooze. You guys yep. go to bed. All right, you guys snooze. You would have probably kind of restless dreams kind of thinking over the information that had been brought to you just unexpectedly on a on a drunken stroll over to get I don't know revenge or justice from a pickpocket you didn't <laughs> you didn't you didn't actually uh, confront any of that yeah we didn't know that was, it was going to be truth o'clock no revenge <laughs> hmm. well then you guys would all wake up the next morning Dane you would wake up to find two people that in your room that you didn't fall to fall asleep with. I don't sleep with many people. Well, it's Dane and Elliot. It's Crow and Elion. Oh, rat. That's totally <laughs> a lie. You sleep. <laughs> I don't. sleep around. You sleep around. Nah. Uh, you temple goer. I want to say that since it's nice and early, I'm not going to put on like the armor aspect of it. I want to go to the pond behind the uh, behind the goblin where they had originally the seen the Kuda. Yeah, the Was river. Was it the river? That's the river. I'm gonna. I want to go down there, do a little scouting for some shit. Is that cool? Sure. I'm you gonna wanna go like hunting. Kinda. I'm gonna kind of go more the survival route of it though, and maybe even perception style. I want to see if we can find more kudas living around in the area. Maybe like a den, something like that. Because okay. I want to start setting up some traps to get some uh, fun, fun fights for the um, goblin. And I think uh, people might want to fight a cuda or a reef claw if they can find them. So mainly, yeah, just looking for homing, signs of travel. Yeah, sure, you can do that. What are the other? What did Elion and Crow have, to have planned for the day? Are you gonna join Dane in this in this hunting I just mission? Left quietly to like try and not. Nah. You left quietly. Try and not bother them. I see that they weren't there when I went to bed, and they're there now. I was like, I'm, I'm probably gonna, gonna sleep in a tad. Yeah, okay. I was like, to I'm gonna go out rested. early style. Oh, yeah, on two. Kind of early looking around, you know what I mean? Seeing what I... And then uh, I'll probably get up and just uh, maybe guard the door for a little bit till uh, I figure something out to do. Okay. So, Dane, you can... If you walk outside the Golden Goblin and, mm-hmm. and make it to the banks of the Velishu River, yeah, uh, make me either probably... Maybe a knowledge... Do you have knowledge nature? Yeah, I should. You can make a knowledge nature to kind of find maybe a nice location that would be apt to have... Swamp Barracudas. Hmm. That's only a twelve. A twelve? You're like uh, they're they're water dwelling creatures. How about uh, can I? I'm feeling inspired. Can I maybe give another round of knowledge you can check? Do a knowledge local to sure. see if you remember hearing any rumors of what the of fishermen do. What do the fishermen do around here? Yikes, dude. Okay, so this and a D six. That's a 13. Like, you feel like you just kind of hear them around the water. I know of something about them being in the water. Like, you've heard attacks happening in the river. You've heard it near the coast. You've heard it 
mm-hmm. kind of off the coast a bit in kind of the the boneyard area. You've okay. You've heard them kind of just basically around water. You don't really That's have a enough. specific location. You can that'll help. Okay. Is yeah. there any specific area that you want to go search for? I mean, I'm not going to go too far out on a hunt for one right now. I just kind of wanted to see if when I went back there, if you're like, wow, yeah, there's a lot of them living back in this area, or if it's like, no. Make a survival check. Okay. Seven. Seven, you don't see any sign of any swamp barracuda living around the area. Yeah. All right. That's good enough knowledge for him. He just wanted to see if there was, like, an immediate access to him. Yeah, it doesn't seem like there's any nearby that right now. Word, word. And by this time, Elian and Crow had probably woken up from their slumber. Fucking sleepy is over here. Crawl out of bed, look around, see no Dane. Dane! Mm. Dane? He's probably out doing drugs. (laughs) You're probably right. You're probably right about that. Yeah, that stupid druggie. Some guy who'd been sleeping in another bunk was like, yeah! Just I got hired. Just a random. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, name's dude, Carl. I'm, I'm Crow. Ah, my my name's Carl. I Carl. Carl, what you Carl get hired was, to I do I think here. Carl was the guy downstairs. Yeah, there. there's a couple. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I'm gonna go back to bed, you guys. Good night, Carl. Night, uh, night Carl. Uh, so Elian's awake. She's gonna uh, get ready for the day. Go downstairs. Kind of do a brief look for Dane. Yeah, he's he's not here right now. That she's just gonna busy herself around the bar. Cool, cool. I'll uh, I'll man the doors. Okay. A, a door, some yeah, door. Yeah, and during this kind of downtime time, I uh, do you guys want to do any selling of anything, buying of things? I mean, I I assume that we're kind of gonna off off mic kind of sell and buy things, but do you, is there anything that you're interested in maybe finding more about that you would like to purchase or role play out any any specific purchasing or anything like that or you just want to take care of that stuff kind of off off air Elion's got a blacksmith that a smithery that she has something to do with yeah yeah she has this blacksmith that you have like a half finished not a little over half finished sword or felchin down there yeah when she gets time she's going to go work on it if today's kind of a light day then she'll head that way do some of that business. Yeah, you have time for that. Yeah. So she'll go over there. Cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, yeah, Crow, make me your intimidate check. Fell off the fucking table. Wow. You suck. Wow. You suck. That's a one. Plus seven. There you nah, go. Nah, fucking reroll it. I don't care. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I apologize for my inconsistency. This is a 17. 17, that's good enough to stand there and be intimidating, and no one's going to try and mess with you or try and mess with the rules of the Golden Goblin. Thank you, thank you. Enjoy your day. Elion, making it back to your forge. You've left the coals running or something. It's hot. It's hot in there. It's hot in there. Yeah, so she gets in, kind of knows what she wants to do, wants to get to work a little bit. Yeah, make your craft blacksmith. (laughs) Uh, Nine. Nine? You make a little bit more progress, but it's not quite done yet. You still have like a couple more things. You're like, ah, I want to, I want to get this this part right. Maybe the the spiral of the of the the guard is kind of a little tricky, and mm-hmm. so you're just like working on it. You're, you're like, ah, it's not quite the spiral I want it to be. It's not quite there yet. But you have maybe two more hours to to work on it. All maybe. right, yeah, she's really trying to make it 
good. And she's putting some, um, she's doing inscriptions on it too, mm-hmm. which is very, uh, not something she's done a lot, kind of a lengthy process. Okay. Hell yeah. Dane, would you make it back to the Golden Goblin about this time? Yeah. Cool. Yar. Do you have anything else that you want to do for the day? You want to just Yar. craft and do your stuff? Or? Uh, A, do the crafts for Finn, um, whatsoever stuff. Also, if I can find someone who would want to make traps for hunting, fishing. Because I don't know how to do that as a little boy. Make a knowledge local. Okay. I was half-assed thinking Elyon might know how to make, because it's metal, to make like a cage that shuts when something swims in it. I don't know. Possibly. You Maybe. have the designs for it, though. Local? Yeah. 23. 23. Yeah, you would definitely know of a Some couple hunters and trappers fishers. within town who, who provide pelts and other game all right i'm looking to find some traps one water and at least one or two for nature for things like bears and whatnot okay cougars you get to these guys and definitely ranger type dudes very very dirty covered in in furs and and cloaks and stuff like that uh they they wouldn't have the traps that you're looking for, mm-hmm. but they would provide you with uh, with sketches for the size of trap that you need to that make. You need to make for okay. these swamp barracudas or bears or whatever. But they don't they have want. any made up. Yeah, they they're they're a little bit little bit smaller game. They don't really trap the size of things that you want trapped at this point. Okay, but they for they give us some blueprints. Yeah, for like ten GP, you, they'll give you some blueprints. All right. Yeah, I'd do that. I'd coax my way into a 10 GP uh, blueprint plan. Agnes has the best blueprints that I've ever drawn. They sure look like it. Yeah. Is there any task thing I wanted to do? Um, Inform the bartender. Uh, what was his name? Jimmy? Yeah, Jimmy. I want to inform Jimmy that if he sees any of the caravaneers uh, come in, since I did let them know that their drinks are on me. Mm, okay. So if anyone comes and identifies with the caravan. He acknowledges and writes, uh, starts a little tab on your name. Jimmy's a bad bitch. He is. All right. Uh, other than that, that's what I was going to try and do. Get some get some game going. Should I just, can I go back to the place and maybe start working? Yeah, sure. You can Crafting? Work. Yeah. What do you want to craft for today? It's not alchemical. I was saying like the traps. Oh. Should I start making those? Should I find someone to make those? I think Elyon would be the best person that's kinda, to, okay. to make those. I'll make drugs. <laughs> Okay. She can make a trap. Yeah, <laughs> talk to her about it. Okay, when yeah. She gets back. When she gets back. So right now I'm gonna go meet up with Finn and give him what I can make for the day, which is mm-hmm. all night pesh black. The two things I'm making. Cool. Twenty four for the pesh. All right, that makes the pesh black. Black pesh. Twenty six for the all night. All right, you got you got the next yes. Nice. You got another day or so supply of, of each of those ready to go for the Golden Goblin. Can I craft some of the things that I would want? My, my yeah. extracts for the day? I yeah, totally can, forgot about that. You can do stuff. I kind of like got up and left. I'm just going to uh, also craft my things. It'll probably just be two or... Wait, I can do three now. So yeah, I'll just pick some of my extracts to prep for the day. And other than that, I'm pretty much just doing my chem thing. Cool. Cool, cool. Until I find Elyon. Yeah. Elyon, would you walk back to the Golden Goblin, or what, what's your what's your plan? A couple stops first. She wants to stop at a bookstore. She's going to pick up a couple books that are just kind of basically about magic, and if she can find anything about the history of elves, looking okay. for some reading material. Yeah, I, there's kind of a 
you do there's a bookstore in town that kind of it's it's not like just a bookstore but you know that this this trader of general goods and stuff like that he kind of has some more magical effects and more academic effects like that and he would he would have the pretty much the books that you're looking for at this point great she picks some up and her next stop is five gp a piece all right she's gonna buy two books on magic and a book on elven history cool and party business um she's gonna go we talked about previously as a group buying another wand of cure light wounds so she's gonna go pick one of those up yeah he would have one of those as well great gets that at the same time and keeps that with her and this guy, he's he's all like hunched over, and he always like talks and whispers. He's like, "Oh yes, that's a good book. That's a very good book. Yes, huh? and a wand too. This wand will heal you. It'll heal you." Oh great! That's exactly what I was expecting. Okay, thank you. Take it. Uh, that I've got it. Seven hundred and fifty GP for that wand. Here you go. Seven hundred and fifty. Mm, thank you. Hmm. Um. Yeah. You're welcome. <gasps> Bye. Bye. Runs out. Not, runs into a bookshelf like half on the way knocks some books to the ground still keeps running he like follows you to the door and then like keeps waving out the window she waves once runs okay <laughs> what's the name of that bookstore uh um <laughs> it gets a one star yelp review um yep. fucking creepy ass owner <laughs> it was called the unique oddities unique definitely there's a little hole in the wall shop Elyon thought he was weird. He was weird. And then after that, Elyon goes back to the goblin and walks in the door. He's Dane around. I'd be at my table probably yeah. crafting. So yeah, I don't know where table. that is. Is that in the room? Yep. She doesn't really seek him out, but she just kind of gets to work. Yeah. Eventually fine. bumps into him. All right, cool. Make your little waiter check. 15. Did we decide that was perception? That waiters used. Or we have used we that. We've used perception and dex and, and dex. <laughs> Damn waiters are skilled. Yeah, yeah we're all over. <laughs> what did you say it was? My bad. It was fifteen with my dex. Hell yeah. I'd have to say it's acrobatics. So you like balancing things. Mm-hmm. That too. <laughs> yeah, and during the day, uh, there'd be people funneling in to ask, like, inquire about the help yeah, wanted yeah. stuff. Sick. Uh, do you guys want to? How do you want to go about this? Do you just want to say, I can do it by roll a die, or we can minutely go through every character that comes in? I would say, let's roll a die. Let's make them roll a die to see how their interview went. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, how they did. And tell us, like, what position they're interviewing for. Okay. So, today, six people come in. Wow. And let's say there are... There are four people who want to be bouncers, and then two people who are either like, I can do waiting, or I can do gambling, or blah, blah, blah. All of the bouncers that came in don't look like they could fight at all. Wow. They're all skinny, like toothpick-looking people who look a little bit kind of tweaked out, but like aggressive, but not really controlled aggressive. Crow yells at all of them individually pretty much the same thing get out me bar <laughs> get your shit together and get out me bar crow rejects every single person who is coming in to apply for the bouncer position good enough i'll let the waiters waitress staff either go through elion or lixie 
Okay, and uh, the the waitress that came in looked very timid, and you like gave her a, a plate, uh, like a, a tray of drinks to hold, and she was just like shaking with it, and like almost spilling the drinks over and, and stuff like that when she was holding it. But then there was a guy who came in and just like he just picked up a deck of cards and just flipped them through his hands. He was he was spreading them out all magically, and and it, it looked like he was kind of using mage hand and stuff to like shuffle the cards and shit. Looked like he he had it. He had his game down. So a possible gambling hand. Mm-hmm. Not the position for you, honey. But you, you go talk to Lixie. I point the man in the way of Lixie. I'll go talk to uh, Lixie, as you call her. <laughs> I can shuffle with the best of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Word. Yeah, Lixie would talk to him. And does he have any questions for him? Play a game of blackjack with them. Okay. How and, do you want to uh, do that? You know, uh, let's do the dice rolls, kind of the way we played blackjack uh, before. Let's do a okay. dice roll, have them roll until they're closest to 21 and uh, hold. Yep, all right. So roll we a both, d20. Yeah, both start out, roll a d20. Okay. Roll a d20. I got an 11. Three. All right, so <clears throat> he starts out, at, my guy starts out at 11. And then he's got one of each of the other values of dice. So he's got a D10, a D8, uh, a D12, six, four. a D6, and a D4. And now he's going to try and make it to 21 by choose, strategically choosing which dice that he wants to try and roll to make it to 21 or as close as possible without going over. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got a 12, he, or a 11. He's going to take his D12 and roll that. A 4 and 11, that's a 22, and that's a bust. Nice. So we got three on Lixie's side. We have eight. Pulling the D10. We got a 10. Oh, man. Here comes the D8. Wow. 11. <laughs> I didn't think I could make 21. So we're at 11. And then roll a D6. 13. Roll a D4. 17. So I'll stay at 17. 17, I got busted. All right, so Lixie wins, shakes his hand and says, we'll give you a week and uh, come back tomorrow. I'll start right away. Perfection. All right, you hired one person, I guess. So we got ourselves one hire out of the five we needed. Oh, six. six? That's the first day. Oh, yeah, no. I just wrote down and Dane was journaling, ah, possible hires, one. (laughs) <laughs> says no bouncers today possible gambling hand does anybody have anything they want to do at this point like specifically their characters want to go seek something out or I'm gonna or I can kind of blast through a couple days and do you guys want to go to the, the stargazers uh, market fest- festival thing they're putting on I want to go to the market mm-hmm. yeah, I also let's, let's wanna, go to the market I also want to acquire um, things for the goblin as far as the workers and the enemies mm-hmm. We can kind of automate the, okay. the workers coming in a little bit. The more. workers and the um, enemy capturing thing is kind of something we're going to have to deal with. Yeah. Uh, other than that, yeah, pretty much just I want to do a big buy of drugs at a certain point. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming I'm going to have to find someone in town to sell me some poisons. I'm assuming... Uh, you can get all the... Sharafa. Sharafa. No, she was the Sphirna? Sphirna is the... Yeah, you can get all the supplies you need to make any poison and stuff from cool. Sphirna, and you can get them half cost. Okay. So you, you'll make your poisons and stuff at half cost based on you having Sphirna as a, as a hookup for all the ingredients. Okay. I'll just put in a note that I have to visit her. 
Other than that, I'd be down to check out the market in a day or so. Yeah. What else is going on? Hmm? Hmm? Ayan also would like to go to the market. Down okay. to check it out. Yeah. I want to get the... Crow wants to see that action. I want to get the market to come to the Goblin for business. I want to get them to uh, do like a secondary show to bring business to us. Be like, come do some performances. Bring in some people. We'll pay out. You know what I mean? That'd be great. Because we have right now a town filled with traveling entertainers. We should probably milk that. Like, Shout out to the Bard. Mm-hmm. Shout Which out one? to the Bard. Briggs. Briggs, oh yeah. Did you talk to Elion at all about the traps? Oh, I guess we didn't really run into each other yet. Uh, if I find Elion down at the bar, I show the blueprints of traps I would like to make. Mm. Do you see? These are these are some uh, traps I found for catching some reef claw and uh, barracuda, some of the larger game things, but they didn't have any for sale, so I thought we could probably figure out how to make them. Uh, it would bring some good uh, opponents to the fighting pit and maybe even uh, a good meal or two. Kind of uh, complicated in the way it works, but the construction and the materials are pretty simple. I think I could do it. Yeah, I, I figured you of all people would understand how to build a cage, but I was trying, and I don't know a nail from a screw, so. Yeah, I'll give it a try. Sounds Take it to the good. blacksmith, and I'll work on it. Rad. I'll just give you the blueprints, then I'll let you do that on your own time. Sweet. She pockets them. Sick. Nice. And you guys would kind of just finish out this day, and then mm-hmm. the next day... Elion, would you go over and maybe try finish up the blade and get working on those traps? Uh, does anybody else have anything they specifically want or need to do? I can do the Sphirna trip today if you want. Sure. And we just go to Sphirna and yeah. buy some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, should I just tell you which ones I'm trying to buy? Sphirna's here. Well, you go to Sphirna and she's welcomes you in and she uh. She just kind of gives, gives you everything you need, and then we can, we can, you can start rolling for your stuff, and we'll say that your visit had covered all of the shopping essentials you needed to make uh, all of the poison poisons and anything that you'd like to make. All right, so I'll just have to cover it gold-wise. Yeah. Okay. Some of the things that Dane's looking for is like uh, black finger salt, which was that tasteless, odorless salt that people put in food. Okay. Slow action. Um, poison that causes people to feel like they're sick and then kind of the way like ricin works I guess you know what I mean where uh, you don't get sick till like a bit later so no one really understands that you were poisoned um, there was a confabulation powder um, I do have some Gildeburn oil but I could probably craft more of that uh, there's green blood oil which I don't remember what that one did but green blood oil um Escalate and demon dust. Okay. Yeah, we can roll for that stuff out yeah. there. So there's a lot of there's a lot of ones that I'll probably end up buying there okay. that we should just take up care of later. Okay. Yeah. Cool. We can take care of that stuff. Uh, Elian, you want to make a couple craft checks to finish off that sword and uh, yeah. Yep. And do the traps if you want. Uh, do you want one craft check for the sword, one for the traps, or one total? Uh, one for the one for the sword, one for the traps. 18 for the sword. Oh, yeah, you finish that baby off. All right, so she finishes that off. She finishes off that guard and the pommel with the um, whippoorwill, mm. and she puts an inscription on it as well. Ooh, what does it say? Um, it says, Your Mystery, and it just kind of has her initials. Um, it says, 
on it to Crow, and from E.T. Elyon Thresh, her initials. And there's just kind of like, also along the blade, there's sort of just a, a bit of a wave pattern. And um, remembrance, well, to pay tribute to Crow's love of water. Mm-hmm. Nice. You got anything else then? And then? Then she'll work on the traps. All right, do it. 11 for the traps. Okay, yeah, that's enough to, to make a, a one of the traps. Okay, you got one? Cool. Yeah. Did you yeah, make yeah. a water one or did you make a wildlife one? I made a wildlife one. Nice. Hell yeah. Did the trap cost any gold? It cost me gold? I don't know about... It cost me gold to get the blueprint. Your materials, I guess. I don't know how that works. I'm thinking that that one cost maybe 10 gold. That was like some cheap metal. doesn't really have to be like maybe good 10, stuff. 15, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I'll take it out of the party gold that we got Sounds from the rad. 200 earlier. Cool. Sounds rad. Mm-hmm. So and that's I, all her business. I, I imagine that Elyon would make her way to the Golden Goblin and present Crow with this spellchen unless... You didn't get the hint that it was for Crow. No, yeah, she does. So now that it's done, she um, wraps it up, packs the whole forge up, kind of closes everything down, turns it all off, and then heads to the Golden Goblin looking for Crow. Cool. You would make it there and find Crow outside uh, being an intimidating bodyguard, probably. You can roll a check to see how intimidating you are. 15. He's He's pretty intimidating, yeah. Hey, you probably wouldn't fuck with him. <laughs> wouldn't fuck with him. So I take the sword out that I'm carrying, and I say, whoa, better not carry this in, you tough guard. How about you take it? And I hand it to him. Oh, this is a nice falchion. Wow. Take a look. And as you look oh. at it, you see the inscription that says, your mystery. Um, and Elian's kind of like, kind of, well, kind of quiet. She's just like, well... Um, see, my father started this. Uh, he left it for me to finish. It's for you. It was a gift from your what? mother who had originally commissioned him to do it. So I uh, tried to incorporate what I've known about you to finish it up. Of course, Phrasma's the Lady of Mystery, and from what we heard the other night, um, I think we both have a destiny to make, and I don't think either of us are bound from our past, though we come from a lot of memories so I just want I wanted to give this to you uh, it's a way for you to make your own memories and find your own way Crow Crow just kind of studies the detail and the uh, and the compassion kind of put into all the blacksmith work on the weapon um, and then you just you see him take his old falchion out kind of like puts it in the pile with the other weapons and sheathes his new falchion and then he just picks Elyon up and gives <laughs> a big old orc hug. Oh, <laughs> feet, feet off the ground. And <laughs> if anyone was watching, they would just see Crow's good eye. Just <laughs> the one eye tear leaking, leaking. Just the one eye leak. All right, put me down. That. Come on. <laughs> thank, thank you. Thank you so much, Elyon. This means so much to me. I know that. Uh, I know that the my the sense of my past has sort of been rewritten, but this still. This still means a lot coming from my mom and, and coming from your father and then finally coming from you. So I, I will cherish this blade and, and I will think about you three every time I whack a, I whack a brain. Sure, you'll whack <laughs> a lot of them. Oh, yeah, he will. So then this is just going to be a plus one now. Yeah, yeah. Plus one, Falchion. Thank and you, Elyon. You're welcome. Dane, I'd say that you and Lixie, your, your relationship has, has continued to grow over this last week and stuff and mm-hmm. you guys are... Kind of practically dating at Doing this point. Fucking good. Yeah. Bud. 
it's no longer just a fling thing. Yeah, and eventually she would she'd be like, I, I feel comfortable enough to. I, I know I've been weird about when we kind of walk past my house and then I I go in and there's never anybody there and no little I I it's hard for me to talk about but my my parents are dead and I had gathered as much at this point yeah thanks for not really bringing it up too much it's it's hard hard to talk about and I feel comfortable talking about it with 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 you now yeah and I mean. You can always tell me. It's it's all good on my end. I've had my fair share of fucked up family stories. Yeah, well, did you lose your parents to ghouls? To ghouls? How, how does one even become about that many ghouls? That's not a common place on Riddleport. Well, you see, m- me and my parents were kind of grave robbers for a while. Oh, Oh uh, okay. yeah, we'd I mean we'd research and and find out kind of Im- important people that have been in the past and and where they're where they've been buried and I came across this bard called called Dungo and oh, uh, Dungo. that was the the ghoul head that's on Ghoulette over there and Okay, Dungo. So when when my family went to this grave, we went down this to, into this tomb and we eventually we we found like we we snuck around as quiet as can be, and we found this tomb, and I and I I cracked it open, hoping to see the uh, the blessings that that Calistria had had given to to Dungo. Although I've read that he was kind of a disillusioned bard, I mean, he it sounded like he had done a lot of a lot of things and would have a lot buried with him. But when I when I opened the grave up, the tomb, he just he just started yelling profanities and as loud, and it, it rang through the halls, and and we found, and all of a sudden we were we were attacked by ghouls who who found the who heard his voice and followed it with to us, and oh and she would start kind of crying mm-hmm. as she was telling you this. And, Ar- I'm around, and I I tried to to silence him. I I cut off the the ghoul's head and to try to make him stop, but it just kept yelling at me and kept yelling at me, and I started running away and my. My parents said we're fighting ghouls, and I just kept running. And I got out of the tomb and realized that my my parents had had, okay. had never okay. had never Shh, didn't okay. follow me out. I understand. I understand. But you got Dungo. <laughs> I guess there's that. That cocky cunt. And I, I I feel like I could go back there and and like find these parts of what they had on them and and to remember them by. But I don't I, know if I, it would do much good. But I mean. We can always go back and look, if nothing else, for memory's sake. But I don't. Well, I don't want to drag you through anything that you don't want to do. I, I, I want to go back there, obviously, to, to like. How about we how go? My mom had a necklace. We go in the daytime sometime and see what we can find. That'd be great. I'd like to do that. I'm sorry to hear about your parents, Lixie. I appreciate that, Dane. Hugs. Hugs. Nice. And. Aww, the rest so of the kind of couple days would would go by, and it would be the day of of the of the market, of the stargazers market. It's the day. You guys want to just go there? And, I'm razzle dazzle. See what's up, or uh, I want to put on nice wear. I want to bring money. I want to. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's like the gambling casino again. Yeah. We got a market. Let's get wild. Oh boy. All right, you guys would would prep up and. New suit time. New suit time? Do you have a new suit? I fucked up my suit last time, so I need to go see Tim the Tailor. Tom, Tom the, the Tailor. Tom the Tailor. 
Tim the Tom Man. Hey, Dane, what's happening tonight? Tom. Uh, I'm Tom the Taylor, and I'm here to give you a tight-ass suit, my brother. I need a tight-ass suit, my brother. I see you got a couple friends with you. I, I got a dress. You don't really look like a dress-wearing gal, but I can fancy you up one. Crow, I remember you. It, you wear suits? <laughs> hey there, buddy. Uh, I'll take a suit, yeah. <laughs> I, can, I, got, I got one just your size, my friend. Uh, Let's see it there. Does it complement my green skin? Oh, yes, it does. He pulls out it's a... Just, green. It's like a dark, dark, <laughs> very... It's, it looks black until you kind of shine it in light a little bit, and it kind of shines green Has in the light emerald? a little bit. Has a little, like, a hem- emerald hint to it. You know what, Tom? I knew I liked you. I got you, Crow. He winks. He winks. How much you got for this? These are all 50 GP attires. Mm. These are all finely crafted, handmade. I put blood, sweat, and tears into these babies. <laughs> all I right, Tom, you. I'll give you 51 GP just because you uh, blood, love your, I love sweat, your enthusiasm. Tears. I fucking love you, Crow. All right. <clears throat> I'm going to give the boy a 50 GP for pretty much the same suit I had last time, but without the shoulder pads. No shoulder pads? No shoulder pads. But what, your shoulders look so puny without them. It's all right. <laughs> Last time it didn't work out so well for me. Are you sure? Yeah, it's I can okay. put them in no, no charge. No, 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 it's okay. It's okay. It's I real easy. I, I can yep. do it magically. And it was real easy to ruin them too. <laughs> and Elion, do you need anything, girl? Girl, I'll keep my robes. Your clothes are too beautiful for the type of work that I get into. Oh, Elion, you're. You are too beautiful for the clothes that I bring to you. I would be honored to 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 tailor up something custom to your bodice. I'm going to save it for a special occasion. I can't wait to first wear a Tom clothing article. Oh, gosh, they're going to be great. <laughs> His last name's Hillfigur. Yeah, Tom Hillfigur. It's Hillfinger. <laughs> oh, no. I am Tom Hillfinger. <laughs> oh, Hillfinger. Yeah, because oh, I, I have a green thumb, right? Does that mean you also plant things? I plant clothes. No, Jesus. <laughs> you want to see my, my shirt garden? The finest fibers. He grows his own silk. Yes. I grow my own spider silk. So I needed me a new suit. I want to take... I don't know. I'm going to take 500 GP with me. All right. I don't need my gauntlets, but I am going to take my sword cane. I'm trying to look official, not like a thug. Yeah. I'm a businessman an astute mm. business. Mm. I'm not a businessman. I'm a businessman. I'm not a business bitch. I'm a business bitch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you guys would make your way over to kind of the rotunda in front of the three bigger but gambling halls, but you guys have made yourselves just as big as these ones. These ones are there on the other side of the Velishu River, so you guys take the ferry across the river and walk north up into this free coin district. And the place is booming. There are people walking everywhere. You see, like, carny folk juggling things around. You see people up on stilts. You see clowns. You see pretty much everything that would kind of stereotypically be at some, like, like festival like this. And you walk through, and there are, there are all their booths set up, people selling... By magical baubles. Elion would take no, note of this guy. There is an basically an arcane blacksmith guy. He's he's he has this kind of oh. green green tinted metal that he has in this rock. And you see him, uh, you'd see him first like take a chunk of stone and cast a spell and shape it into a blade shape that he wants. And then he would take this this metal 
uh, and over a, a a pot, like a big cast iron thing that that underneath it is there's just this huge like magical flame just heating it up. Uh, he would uh, cast a spell on the chunk of, of metal and it would just liquefy and then it would fall into into the water and it would start it start boiling and then uh, he would just basically uh, dispel that liquefy uh, magic that was on it and then it, it would harden up and the the heat kept the stone and stuff on the top of the metal and he chips off the metal and then he he kind of does that process over again with just the purified metal and then he pours it into the the cast that he had made of this sword shape and he he just he you see him breathe fire out onto the spot and heat it up and 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 take away the the liquefy spell and, and it's still like boiling hot and red hot and then his his he turns his fists into stone and then hardens them further and just starts punching at, at the at the metal and, and just and tempers it and, and shapes it to what he wants it to be and you see him all doing this all with magic and not an actual furnace and like before when he liquefied liquefied the metal the, the metal and put it into a shape it was like one very long rod and he he like bent it over on itself and made the these just like a lot of folds of the metal and then just heated it up even more and then pounded it all in all together so it was this like thousand layer blade in this in this green tinted metal that you had probably never really seen before uh roll me perception checks as we're kind of over by this guy elyon's amazed she's just blown away by what he's doing with his blacksmith abilities and his magic uh nine seven perception seven perception Yeah, crow's really really watching you got 26 26 dane can i safety's sake that when I maybe get off the ferry or whatever to get here, I throw on a heightened awareness and sure. get some perception knowledge up. Sure. Cool. 23 on the perception. Okay. So besides what this guy's doing, he he looks like this this stoic kind of god-like creature. Like, not creature, but person. Uh, he looks almost like Hohenheim from Full Metal Alchemist. That huh, long yeah. blonde hair, long blonde beard, just like perfectly kempt. He might have like a couple tattoos of like hammers and, and stuff around his arms. He looks like his body is just like young looking, but you can just sense like a deep old presence within this person. Dane and Crow, you would see kind of past what he's doing and notice something you haven't seen before ever. Past the the flying orbs that are just kind of circling him. He has a couple stones that are just kind of circling his, his presence. You would see on his hip, holstered, this, you would assume, since it's in the spot of a sword, that it would be a weapon, but you can't really see too much of it because it's in a holster. You see just kind of a handle just on this guy's hip. And that's right. the first kind of stall you see. You guys care to stop at this stall? At the stall? Did you guys see what he was... She think? Uh, no, I didn't. I was watching the hammer. He had some something, some sort yeah, of holster. It's a little small thing. Like Maybe a, like a dagger, mini dagger. Let's go check it out. Like a flamed crossbow of sorts, maybe. Let's go check it out. Do we know what guns are? No, not yet. So you you want to go? You wanna talk to him or just? No, I just want to watch him. Okay. Uh, watch him do his thing, and maybe if I can get close enough to like see what the shape of that holster is, what it do. Yeah, it looks like a hand-sized weapon of sorts. You could maybe, like, 
I don't know if you would see much past the holster that's yeah. kind of covering it all up. You might see the tip of a barrel sticking out, and it might like give you kind of a cannon type vibe. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I don't want to make any assumption, but it's a pellet cannon. Shoots rocks. Never seen anything like it. It's my yeah, me either. I bet you. I bet you load it with those rocks that are floating around him, and then it like shoots him like a bow. It goes like like a slingshot for rocks. That's my call. Huh? Hell yeah! And if probably, you probably hurt. Yeah. If you don't want to stop this no. stall, we'll go no. on to the next stall. The don't next stall, right next to him, is a man who he looks very similar to this last guy, but instead of a long flowing hair, he's just got a, a shaved head, bald completely, and then just a, a big thick, uh, dark beard that's speckled with gray. Uh, he looks like he he looks as old as the other guy should look, but doesn't. And he's just got tattoos just everywhere most and he's going he's tattooing one person uh, at this moment and the kind of coolest thing about this what this guy's doing is the the biggest tattoo that you see on his arm is this kind of black and gold dragon that's that's wrapped around his arm and the tail of this dragon actually lifts off of his arm and is inserted into a device that he's tattooing with Wow. And so you would, I guess, assume that the ink is coming from his wow. tattoo as he's okay. throwing crazy. A, a rune of some sort onto a, 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 a mage-looking person. Can anyone detect magic, or does, do you have to be trained? You have to have the spell to detect magic. Elion. Yeah, look at that. Detect, What's that? Uh, let's take a look. Detects magic over him. And you, this guy would light up like a Christmas tree. <laughs> like his tattoos are just glowing with pretty much every type of magic that that you know of. Wow. So oh. he's he's got like you would probably assume that there are different spells and effects that he's just has tattooed on him that he can pretty much use at any time. Mm. I I don't know if I've ever seen a person as magical as this man. His whole body wow. is covered and glowing. Mm-hmm. And for, for fun, she turns to the booth that they were previously at and looks at that man as well, mm -hmm. the blacksmith. Detect yeah. magic. Detect magic. Uh, the, the orbs circling him are glowing with magic. Uh, the, the hammer tattoos on his arm are glowing with, uh, with a, a transmutation magic. Uh, there are his, the weapon at his side is glowing with magic. Uh, like his spells and the things that he make are glowing with magic. Wow. I relay all that. It's a very magical crew. Yeah, these two. That's insane. Yeah. And the the booths kind of have a couple setups like uh, like uh, like a menu menus of sorts. Like the blacksmith, he has he can make you a weapon. He can uh, make a weapon masterwork. He can make a masterwork weapon. He can enchant masterwork weapons. He can he can do pretty much anything involved with making weapons or armor. Okay. He can, he can do it. The other guy, he can he can tattoo uh, potions on you. He can tattoo spells on you. He can he has a couple of other just kind of effects that he can he can tattoo on a person. So if you guys are interested in any of that, that's something that you can look into. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Might possibly yeah. Mm hmm. And then you walk down a little bit farther. There's a besides like there there are, there's a booth that with just it looks like the guy had a uh, a big chest. And he opened up this chest, this trunk, and 
almost like bookshelves sprouted up <laughs> from this guy's chest and they're just filled with books, 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 wow. books. Uh, a couple of them are labeled, like one's labeled uh, arcane uh, spell books, one's labeled formula books, one's are, ones are more research books, blah, blah, blah. He's got a few different stacks of these books. Uh, the next guy down, he has just these rocks, just rocks, stones, gems, just just lines of those. Uh, he, you might catch him uh, explaining it to a person. He explains that most of these are ion stones, I O U N, whatever. I think it's pronounced ion. But he would explain that to that each of these stones have different magical effects that they will grant the the person. And he would point down to the blacksmith who is sporting a couple of his of his stones that are that are uh, orbiting his his body as he goes to work. Uh, you guys would walk up and see the Malvo Malvadorio just juggling away these knives and star knives and things, just like getting a crowd a crowd around him as as people toss in coins and stuff. Uh, make perception checks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would also like to flavor with my heightened awareness of if there's anything that you uh, think I would see that maybe if a, if the check calls for it, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, uh, to keep it in mind. 19, 25. 25. Any other checks? 15 for Elion. I'm Kobe with the 24. Ooh, and Dane, what does what does a heightened awareness kind of feel like, or what is, what, uh, like what a, happens to your senses? By the by, the sense of it, it sounds like a heavy stimulant, or probably like a little more wide-eyed, a little more uh, triggered easily. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of imagine your senses going to like uh, limitless. Bradley Cooper kind of thing, like everything yeah. becomes like more saturated, and you can pick up on things, and your brain you notice just more things. about your surroundings, recall information effortlessly. So if there's yeah. anything that I would remember, it would like hit me like a train. Mm-hmm. Um, it it helps for everything, even as far as initiative, uh, just being ready, being trigger happy, but with your brain. Yeah. So yeah, I'd say on the twenty-five, looking around, is there anything? fish is there anything weird like this happens in an instant crow and elion probably don't even see this happen but that that small gripply he just kind of glides out of nowhere past a person his tongue shoots out and grabs something from somebody's wrist and back into his mouth and he just skitters on across and nobody notices him at all jesus as malvo is just like making a show of things and then he just comes in and, and grabs things off people oh my god okay he probably does this like a couple times wow. without anybody being none the wiser. I put a hand on my pockets and like make sure that all my shit's there. And I tell the others to do the same. Crow, Elyon, keep your keep your shit in your pockets. Keep your things covered. We got we got pickpockets here, but I don't think they're necessarily for us. I really like the ion rocks. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're Ayun. Ayun. Ayun rocks? Ayun stones. Yeah. Ayun stones. I would like to check out some of the Ayun stones. Do you possibly have like a small list of some of the ones that are available? There's a quite an extensive list of oh, Ion there stones. Is there kind of a, an effect that you're looking for? Something to make me more talk worthy, charismatic diplomacy, uh, maybe even like something like perception, but like. Something that makes me more of a talker. <laughs> I'd like to do some looking at stones too, but I'm gonna need to do some looking over time. Yeah, okay. that's kind of like I didn't know it was gonna be such a big list. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can 
That is cool. That was yeah, cool. That's cool. Uh, you guys can definitely look at the list and yeah, and tell me what you want to buy later. That would help. Uh, the same for if you want any weapons mm -hmm. or anything enchanted. I might want to get my gauntlets up or something like that, masterwork. Yeah, if he if you would walk over to him and, and like inquire about your gauntlet, he would you take it off, look at it, he'd be like, yeah, I could make this uh, masterwork for like. 200 GP, mm -hmm. you can just cast a spell on it and make it magic or masterwork to give it a plus one bonus. Just easy, easy. Uh, if you want an enchantment on it, past that is going to be like a grand at least for for the enchantment. Uh, you can make stuff from scratch really quickly and pricey, but pricey. Yeah, he has a bunch of different metals. Like he could. He says he can he can enchant or not enchant, but he can forge like fire steel and frost steel. He has sky metal that wow. this place is that which is the he would explain is that the green tinted metal that he was working with before when you guys were watching it, this sky metal. It, it falls from this from from space and they've been kind of follow, following the its tra traces and, and tracks with their with their enchanters and stuff hmm. like that, their oracles and, and stuff have been helping them find these, these yeah. spots where these uh, fall. Uh, That's super rad, though. Yeah. Adamantine, he's got mithril, he's got pretty much every type of metal that he can craft okay. with. It's uh, good to know. Yeah. And there are, there's people with different formula books and spell books and stuff that we can that you can take a look at and, and we can buy from. Uh, but we can we can do all that stuff on air. I just want to get the flavor or mm -hmm. off air. I just want to get the the flavor for it out here, okay. so you guys know what you can what you can delve into. There's a guy that has a lot of different magical bottles and, and different things. He's got there's a, a a magical clother who has different belts and sashes and robes and chests and, and like tunics and vests and boots and gloves and all <laughs> that. It's a stuff. haberdashery. Yeah, fucking haberdashery. So you're saying the already insanely expansive uh, allotment of things that we can get in Riddleport just got way bigger. Yeah, it's still kind of within the same price range, but I'm, I'm kind of using this as a, a fun way to, to focus you guys' shopping and, yeah. and give it a, a setting of its own. Mm -hmm. It's not just the shops we've had. we got some traveling mm -hmm. artists. Yeah. Artists, if you want to get caricatures drawn, there's a couple Whoa. people doing paintings and drawings. You see people just kind of dancing around, doing some cool flips and, and stuff. Yeah, uh, there see... was bard girls, wasn't there? Like, they've got to be, like, playing shanties somewhere and stuff. You would see only Bella, the mm -hmm. the, fletch, the fetchling woman, kind of out, out just singing, kind of just for spectators on the street. Uh, the Kalama, the Ifridi girl, she, you don't see her anywhere, nor uh, Estella, the Stargazer. <laughs> the Stargazer. How about uh, the Harrowers, uh, Kostu and T -t -t Toru? Uh, Taku. Taku. Uh, you would see... You wouldn't see Koshtu. Mm -hmm. You would. You might be able to find Taku kind of giving blessings and stuff around. Mm -hmm. uh, they uh, don't have he's, a stand. He's apparently? the. He's the. Cl he's more. He's a cleric. Okay. So he's kind of going around like talking to people. Mm -hmm. He doesn't really have a station. The uh, Mizelia Malvadorio. She has a spot where she's giving out, uh, looking into crystal balls for someone. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, Taku. He. Since he is more of a, a divining cleric, he would be doing more divination stuff for the for Haro cards and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But it seemed that you, Elian Crow, would probably get the sense that Coach Two is. It might have been kind of rare for him to 
to deal out uh, a reading of his own. It doesn't seem like it seemed like he was kind of struggling emotionally with what he was he was doing. That uh, he had he'd probably gone through troubles and in, in dealing what, with this. Yeah, what the cards had told him and how he reacted to cards. All right, definitely felt strange for Elyon. The whole feeling was strange to begin with. Mm-hmm. And they kind of just like derailed you from your course of action <laughs> just yeah, like it, filled your brains with like yeah. mind explosive stuff and then just kind of like hey what's up they're really good distracting entertainers that's right <laughs> they like look at all your life mm-hmm. i don't know why you're here but look mm-hmm. it'll it'll come in due time i'm I, gonna do that to friends when friends need to be sobered up i'll just pull out a deck of cards and <laughs> start telling them about their past and their yeah. future yeah yeah i so, was gonna yeah i was gonna look around um and see if there wasn't anyone that maybe would talk to Dane about a future. Because yeah, I want a reading. That seems like you something you would do. Yeah, you can sit down with Taku if you'd like. Okay, kind of cool. He's the cleric? Yeah. Hmm. He just uses a hero deck? Yeah. Same as his brother, but in a different way. Or his cousin. I'll think about it. Okay. Not right now. Okay. I'll think about it. Okay, okay. I'm afraid of the truth. Is there anything else you guys want to check out at this place? Could I go to that so first much. guy that enchants weapons? Yeah. How much to enchant my new masterwork falchion, sir? Mm. What kind of enchantment would you like to do? Hmm. Can you do them all? I can't do them all, but I have a wide range of spells I know that can I, that I can enchant with. Or if you have one that I don't know, you could provide me a scroll and I could use that as well. Hmm. Are you versed in water? Yes, I am. Kind of, what kind of water stuff you got going on? Oh. El- Elyon wants to do some stuff with this guy too, but she's not going to be ready to do it till next session. Mm-hmm. Is that okay that we do it on both? Do I have uh, to get it in now? If you guys talk to him, they would say that their, their market is going on for another couple days, but their like performance is happening tonight so if i wanted to purchase things i could do it yeah offer next yeah okay cool so yeah do you guys want to do anything before how, the, how the much does he charge for an enchantment uh it depends on the enchantment uh if it's something like like a, a d6 of of elemental damage or something like that it would probably be like grand you could probably get something like a hydraulic push put on it to where you can kind of push water around and make it do bull rushes and stuff that might be a little bit more expensive it depends on the uh the enchantment bonus that is given to that that spell yeah. so i'll have to look on like hero labs or on okay. the D20 a little bit closer i'll save it for next time so as the evening kind of kind of dies down it's not it's not dark yet but you see the sun getting lower in the sky and people would start moving to a, a grandstand uh, and uh, start seating themselves in front of an area that's kind of ringed off as a performance area. It's not a stage, but it's kind of like in a, in a circus tent. They have the, the ringleader and, and the big ring that is the, the stage on the ground. And people would start funneling over to that area. Do you guys go and, and sit down? Yeah, I'm curious. I absolutely would. Yeah, yep. I'm about that. All right, and they're, they're taking like a, a, a couple of GP, just kind of entry fee, donation fee, whatever. Turn around. Just kidding. Yeah, I totally cover it. <laughs> right, I'll yeah. drop him six. I took it out of the party tab. The yeah. two hundred. They asked for two, but anything more is appreciated. Nope. 
They already got a good <laughs> amount of my money, if you know what I mean. Kinda. So you guys would sit down in, in the in the stands, and, and everyone's kind of a buzz with excitement of what's going of what's going to happen because they've they've been seeing the posters around town, and it looks like it's kind of a, a fun exotic show that that's going to happen. And as uh, as as night slowly starts to fall, before it like right at sunset, mm-hmm. uh, Malvo Malvadorio comes out. And he goes, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, for this show of the evening. The stargazing gypsies present to you a time of your life. First off, our first act is Disdin, the cat folk druid hunter. And you'd see the cat folk man that you guys had, Elyon and, and Crow had met at the, at the caravan come out and... He would show his arms wide. He he's uh, he's kind of got this this like long hair in, into a beard that almost kind of looks like a lion's mane. He's got a little bit darker fur than than an actual lion does. But as he walks out and shows uh, brings up his arms, uh, six lions come out and just start yes. circling him. Yes. Oh. And that's what we're going tonight. my eyes i was i was listening i was listening it's what you look like watching movies when you're about to sleep yeah. i'm listening see but that i'm, listening. I'm, I'm actually listening. not listening Physically but today i was i was listening so i know everything that happened you'd be like kyle Frisbee. are you listening yeah kyle i'm listening uh what was what was the fortune teller's name oh well that was really hard it was like a lot of m's that just makes it easier yeah 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 yeah